All right, happy Friday. This is Corbett's Corner, a short one here. MLB playoffs uh, have been thrilling this week. We've got some potential elimination games today. The Cubs are the last series as they were postponed uh, yesterday with against the Marlins. So they still potentially have two days if the Cubs can win today behind you. Darvish, who's arguably been the ace this year, uh, he gets game two start against Sixto Sanchez, who has been, uh, you know, arguably the ace for the Marlins. Matthew Cruz and I'm Dylan Corbett. Uh, Cardinals. Gave away, I think this, I have the stat right. They were 24 and one this season when they score at least five runs or more. Uh, they're now 24 and two. They lost. Uh, Giovanni Gallegos pitched in back to back ball games. He's been filthy the last two years out of the bullpen for the Cardinals, uh, but the bullpen gave away the game. So now it'll go to Jack Flaherty, who uh, gets game three. They saved him for a potential elimination game. So I'm going to be excited about that. Um, so, Matt, let's revisit our postseason brackets, which we picked earlier in the week. Um, Looking like, uh, let's see here. So the AL's all done. I had the Rays, Yankees, Astros, White Sox. Obviously, the A's beat the White Sox uh, to move on. I had the Yanks and Astros in the ALCS and then the Yanks in the World Series. I think that offense plays. Garrett Cole, uh, I think he's looking for a ring this year. Uh, so I'm going to stick with that matchup there. Um, do you like the? Were you surprised by the A's? I know I was on the AL side. I thought the White Sox were going to get that done. Uh, not really surprised, but I did. I do think I had the White Sox beating them as well. I expected Giolito and Keiko to get it done in two. I do have to – I got to backtrack here. I was giving the White Sox too much love. I said they've arrived. I said they're like the 2015 Cubs. No, sir. Absolutely not. 2015 Cubs knew how to win games, knew how to win a series. They took care of the Cardinals. White Sox couldn't even – win a best of three after winning the first game sit down take a seat I think Ricky Renteria is going to get fired uh and Most bring definitely. in a new voice for that young core they obviously likely said we're they're a year away they're not a year past it so they still have a lot to look forward to but definitely very disappointing for White Sox fans there uh I think Oakland can handle Houston I think Oakland, uh, or I think Houston is a better matchup for Houston, or Houston is a better matchup for Oakland. Sorry. So I'm sitting with uh, Oakland and Tampa Bay AL pennant futures. I'm just hoping that they each win this wild or division series, and then I'm guaranteed to get some money there. Yeah, it's been exciting. Uh, to your point, the Astros uh, took care of the Twins. Uh, the postseason consecutive losses continues. Uh, it's been tough. Yankees look legit. I love watching the Rays play. Uh, they remind me a lot of the Cardinals. It's, uh, you know, they, they hit in the postseason. They're not a big power lineup, but when they have to, uh, they'll hit for power. Uh, so on that note, let's shift to the NL. You and I, I took off uh, the uh, Cardinals jersey I was wearing for a game one victory. They lost yesterday, so I'll probably throw a Goldschmidt J on uh, for game three. You got the early game. Uh, what's your confidence level going into this? Sixto Sanchez against you, Darvish. I think the total's at a seven. Uh, so they're expecting a pretty good pitcher's duel. Um, how, how are you going to see this game as a fan and then just from objectively uh, as a baseball savant? Objectively, I don't feel great about the Cubs today. They have, they're just not hitting uh, in the postseason period the last few years. They're not hitting in September the last few years. I, we're into October now, but uh, I expect a very low-scoring game. I Darvish go out there and throw very well. He's been uh, as good as it gets this year. I think Sixto Sanchez is very good. A nice little fantasy boost to my staff early or halfway through the year. Uh, I get I, I like to think the Cubs can get it done, scratch out a few, find a way, whatever it takes, and uh, 
go get it done tomorrow when it's do or die. Yeah, so I had I could potentially get a clean sweep here on my side of the bracket. I had Dodgers, Cardinals, Cubs, Braves, Dodgers, Braves in the NLCS, and then a, a, a big L.A. New York potential World Series matchup in uh, my side of things here. Uh, Cardinals, I, I'm going to stay away. I'm just going to root as a fan. I, I'm hopeful. I, I think they're favored today behind Flaherty, which makes me a little bit nervous. Uh, and then Cubs, I'm going to stay away as well and just kind of watch and see uh, I, I think the Cubs are going to at least force uh, a game three. But the Marlins, this is crazy. In 97, when they won the World Series, I don't think they lost a postseason game. And then in 03, they, uh, maybe I have that wrong, but they, when they've been to the playoffs those two times, they haven't walked away without a World Series trophy, the Commissioner's Trophy. So that's pretty incredible. They've missed the playoffs for so many years, 17 years. But when they make the playoffs, they make it count. How did your side of the bracket turn out? And you're still obviously waiting for this final day, potentially yeah. also Saturday. Uh, before I get in my bracket, I want to just point out to all these Yankee lovers that they have as many World Series wins as the Marlins do since 2003. <laughs> uh, the highest budgeted team versus the lowest budgeted team. So you love right. to see that. Bracket looking good. Uh, Dodgers in two, which I gave that out on the yeah, show nice a couple call. weeks ago. Too easy. Uh, I had the Padres over the Cardinals, so we'll see what happens there. I had the Cubs. Don't know what's going to happen there in the Braves. Uh, How about the Reds? The was that shocking? Uh, they didn't score a single run? Not really. A team that hit 212 all season with a ton of strikeouts <laughs> continued to do that in the postseason. No, I can't say I'm surprised. They pitched really well, but for three or 95% of the series, they got a little beat up in the later innings last night but or yesterday. But other than that, no, it didn't surprise me at all. <laughs> Yeah, I feel for Trevor Bauer. He had a great year, and uh, you know he's one of the more outspoken Major League Baseball players. I want to see that guy eventually get a ring in his career. All right, quickly, got to go. Boston College homer. Uh, first of all, Notre Dame. I, I think they're playing next week, right? What, what's going on? Just a normal. Already had the bye week in there. Uh, and the COVID. Okay. Yeah. Right. So and yeah, they did. They did return to practice this week, but it was like they had like twenty cases or something. So yeah, a that's legit, a, a legitimate outbreak. It's crazy. I mean, slalom course forward. Uh, we're all rushing to the money, right? So we'll, we'll get to see Notre Dame, I believe, next week, as you said, back in action or back at practice. Boston College against a team that also has had to deal with COVID issues. North Carolina hasn't played in three weeks. I just discovered this. Uh, it's the longest regular season layoff since there was a polio outbreak in 1952 on the campus. My dad had polio. Uh, my dad was born in 1947. So that's kind of crazy. 14 and a half, <coughs> excuse me, 14 and a half. I see this as a touchdown game. BC, I suckered all you guys in there with me against Texas State. It was a total trap. It was like Kansas last year. They were a three-score favorite, and they lost outright. They darn near lost outright to Texas State as a three-score favorite. I flushed that win – or, yeah, flushed that crappy win down the toilet. Uh, moving on, I love BC as a dog. I, I think 14 and a half – it's just like my team's general is a dog. I think most fans feel that way too. 14 and a half is too much for a team that hasn't played in three weeks and barely covered against Syracuse, who is worse than BC. Uh, two defensive teams. I think there's going to be low scoring. I've got UNC winning. I'm obviously going to root for BC to upset them, but I, I've got this being a one-score game. Uh, so I'll lay BC with the points. I know I'm going to try and sucker all my friends, including you, Matt, uh, into this bet with me. Uh, objectively, how do you see this game? UNC's ranked 12th in the nation. Yeah, UNC ranked 12th, but I'm taking all rankings with a huge grain of salt this year. You don't even have, like, Pac-12 in there. You have Big Ten teams that are ranked, and they still don't play for another three weeks. Yeah. So you got to find 25 teams to rank. 
that's kind of how I'm looking at rankings in general. As for BC, you hope last week was uh, they got caught in the trap of looking ahead to this game. Right. That's your goal. They played really well. So it's like, you know, they have a dominant win week one. It's like, all right, we're rolling. We got Texas State, but, oh, we got UNC. So, I didn't think about that. That's a great point. Yeah, the look-ahead so, matchup. Yeah, so you hope that they kind of got caught in the trap and they come out ready to play. 14 and a half is a lot of points. I don't think UNC's you know, that good by any means. They're a good team. Mac Brown has that program in the right direction. But I, BC could certainly keep it close. I, I, yeah, exactly. Give me the hook, uh, please. We'll lose by two touchdowns. We'll still want some money. Um, Howell, I was just looking to the stud sophomore for UNC a little yeah. bit. Heisman hopeful. He, he threw a couple picks against Syracuse. I think BC, uh, they, they're turning into a little bit of a no-fly zone, which I'm loving in the secondary. So I think there's going to be a couple picks. Uh, your boy Jerkovic, uh, the Notre Dame transfer, he's looked good. Uh, he's made a couple mistakes with some picks too, but I, I, his completion percentage is through the roof. So I, I'm still rooting for it. Two and zero, I'd be fine with a loss if we kept it within number for BC. That you know, a, a loss usually dashes the hopes of college football seasons, especially when you're contending like Notre Dame. Uh, but BC, I can live with that as long as we're playing well in these games. Year one under Jeff Hapley. That's going to do it for Corbett's Corner. Make sure to subscribe. I'm made away from hitting my goal by Sunday. Appreciate it. He's Matthew Cruz and I'm Dylan Corbett. Uh, also keep an eye on Corbett's. Uh, we had a great debut pod, and we're going to be putting out another one here with some picks on this Friday. Keep it locked on Corbett's Corner. Dylan Corbett on YouTube to get all the podcasts with myself and Matt.